All right. Uh, uh, just so you're aware, I'm only wearing this to stay warm because it, it is a bombing uh, 19 degrees uh, where uh, I am currently recording. What What's the weather like in your neck of the woods? Well, uh, now that you've asked, let me take a look. It's uh, 60. Oh, a, a bit of a difference. Well, I, I do yeah. have to take the... Uh, the wonderful little hat off and the game is today so I will be wearing it later because uh, my Buffalo spirit they move the game oh you know what we, we got to get this thing started sorry uh, you know how this works folks <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The T-Bone. <laughs> and Chick Brew. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? For 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. Let me get back to uh, where I was without forgetting where I am. So uh, I'm doing the supplemental on Sunday. And the only live viewer I have at the time, another member of the Taney clan. Yes, I believe, I believe the matriarch was uh, uh, tuning in. So that was kind of cool. And the only thing that makes me think of that is knowing that every time that the kids hear the opening, they, they know our lines and they, they play along. Okay. Anyway, back to where I was. Um, it is cold here. It is cold here also. Oh, my goodness. Your level of cold and my <laughs> level of cold are two different, different, different definitions. The... I would die if I was there. Like, <laughs> I would just pass away. I'd, like, walk outside and... We are currently experiencing snowfall. But Even Texas is getting snowfall. But they're tiny little flakes, and they're very well-spaced apart. It's... Really not that big of a deal. Meanwhile, in, in West <laughs> in Western <laughs> New York, uh, in, in just the area around the Orchard Park area, just around where the Buffalo Bills play, they had the difference between 41 and a half inches of snow and a half inch of snow. Just just in that air, all depending on how the windeth blow, depended on whether you got three and a half feet of snow or, you know, a, a light dusting of a half inch of snow. I have a friend that's like just outside of the Nashville area, and he posted a picture with him and his measuring tape on his deck, seven inches. I, uh, I did not have a measuring tape uh, on, in our most recent snowstorm. I did a time-lapse video. I was very proud of it. It took me 10 hours to record, and, uh, and I had it really well done. And I did not have a measuring stick or a way of measuring it. I, that was the one failure. But I, I believe the snow cake on top of my table was at least six inches deep. It was, it was thick. I went to the snow this weekend. I went to the snow. Yes. You live in an area we must go to the, the snow. Top of the mountain. <laughs> it was still pretty hot up there. I mean, 
considering you're at the snow, um, like, I didn't even, at one point, I debated taking my jacket off, but I, as much as I was likely to fall down during my snowboarding lesson, uh, I decided to keep it on, but I was sweating. It was, like, 65 on Sunday at the top of the mountain, and then um, it's actually colder down here than it was when we left up there. <laughs> So Chick Brew lives there in southern Spain, and the nearest place to go skiing in southern Spain is the Sierra Madres, the uh, the wonderful mountains that are about two and a half hours away, uh, including the climb up the mountain. Well, it's about three and a half. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a bit. It's a bit. Here, the snow comes to us, and if the snow doesn't come to us at much lower elevations than the Sierra Madre. We have machines that make artificial snow. They make basically a big old snow cone on top of the grass. That's what it is. I mean, it's just a snow yeah. cone. It's just a, it, it, they should flavor it. It should. They should make lemon flavored snow. The snow flavor where I was was um, shattered hopes and broken dreams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. I I've only been snowboarding one other time, and I hurt myself so badly. That you decided that it would be a good idea school. to do it again. Most definitely. So everything that I did, I did just through sheer terror of hurting myself again, which means I did not go anywhere close to any kind of speed. And when I did, I immediately grabbed my friend for dear life, and he probably has more bruises from me holding on to him than he does from anything else. Because he didn't fall once, of course. Um, but it was a good time. It was a good time. I had fun. Right? But you're, you're still young. You're still young enough to enjoy skiing. I, I, <laughs> I haven't been skiing in a long time. I am, uh, there are ski areas near us, and I, I think about it. I think about the time when I was young and virile. And uh, I could just go skiing on a whim with a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and just and just cut a little rug. I thought about those days. And it's less than an hour away. I can see it when I drive to work. I can see the mountain where they make the snow and the big old ski runs. And, and I think about going back. And then I think about, oh, um, my, my knees would not appreciate that. I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't make uh, some spaghetti and some pizza spaghetti pizza I don't know I don't know if that's how other people learn how to ski I learned how to ski in Italy <laughs> I learned how to ski in Italy and that's no kidding the way you were taught on how to ski it was spaghetti a pizza spaghetti a pizza <laughs> go spaghetti to go fast a pizza to go slow <laughs> But uh, the conditions uh, where I learned how to ski, uh, I think on the third or fourth trip, by this time, I'm, I'm pretty proficient. I'm looking at uh, difficult runs to do. I've got this down. The only thing I don't have down is, and I still don't have down, is stopping abruptly. I can, I can do the pizza. I can do the spaghetti. But the, uh, the whole turn on your side and, and wick those skis out so you come to a quick stop, I, I, I never perfected that. So <laughs> I would just, Meh. in the event of an emergency stop, I would just crash. Fall down. And 
the last ski run I ever ha- that I personally ever did. I was on a mountain in Italy. I'm going down. I'm I'm moving at a pretty good spaghetti pace. I'm spaghettiing the heck out of this thing, and uh, the conditions instantly went bad. I couldn't see anything, and they don't they don't shut down. This is Italy. Whatever happens, happens. It's Italy. Uh, I, I am. You should have known better. <laughs> this mountain should not have been open for skiing. I couldn't see my nose in front of my face, and I got a huge nose. I, I, I can't see anything. And for an instant, there was a bit of openness in the snow, and all I saw were people everywhere. I had, I had quickly arrived at the bottom. And there were people everywhere, and I didn't know how to stop rapidly. So I did the tried and true method of just crashing. And I am not proud in saying this, but as a bowling ball takes down bowling pins, I got a strike with an entire class of beginning skiers. I took, I, I have barrel rolled the entire class. From the smallest of small to the elderly of elderly, took out the entire class. Just, it, it was a horrific crash. And there was bodies right. all over. I could see it in my head. I could just. <laughs> and I was, I was asked to leave. None of my oh, friends that were, none of my friends that were with me were asked to leave. They were allowed to continue skiing, but I had to go and, uh, and sit in the car. Because I was no longer allowed to go on the mountain. That, uh, that, that's me. That's how I ski. But, you know, we had, we had a, a good bit of snow recently. And I'm curious if any of our listeners have experienced snow. Because let me, redu- let me, let me do that again. And I'm curious if any of our listeners experienced snow recently. And did you do anything with said snow? Uh, me, other than torturing my puppy and making, uh, <laughs> forcing him against his will to go outside in the white stuff uh, because, you know, he has to go potty. He, he has to go and he doesn't want to go because he doesn't like the white stuff. Other than terrorizing my puppy, I didn't really do anything else. We didn't go sledding. And th- there are some hills nearby. We could go sledding. And and we didn't make a snowman. And we didn't have a snowball fight. And we didn't do the uh, uh, snow angels. I'm just curious if you recently experienced snow in the United States for our listeners. And we got some listeners in Washington that are just tearing us up lately. Hey, for those of you in Washington State that are listening... I don't know who you are. Make yourself available to us, but thank you. We appreciate you catching up on all the episodes. I mean, like catching up on all the episodes. A- anyway, yeah, that's our. That's going to be our question of the week. Recent snowfall. What did you do with the snow? And uh, making it yellow doesn't count as a correct answer. Now you traveled to the snow. You you went a long way to go to the snow. Other than skiing slash snowboarding, did you do any other snow-related activities? Did you did did you hit a certain someone with a snowball? Did did the certain someone so, hit you with a snowball? The certain someone is a very proficient skier, 
So while I was of course she is. Guy, Show off. I, I know. I know. <laughs> all these magical talents hidden in there. So I was trying not to die. Uh, she was tearing it up. Spaghetti and pizza all the way. All the way. Even... <laughs> and, you know, doesn't really do carbs. So was going for the pizza. Less spaghetti, more pizza. Both carbs. Meat pizza. <laughs> chicken, chicken, chicken and cheese crust pizza. All the way down. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that. I, I took some fun pictures of the snow, met up with some other friends who were who had also traveled up the mountain. Um, I mean, you know how Sierra Nevada is. There's lots of walking and shopping and places to get tasty beverages so we went and did that we ate some really good food um if if the uh listeners have never been fortunate enough to go to uh, sierra madres uh, in spain i i could tell you if you've been fortunate enough to go to aspen it's very very similar uh you, you 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 have the town of the snow area and then above that you have the skis the skiing places so in the town of, it's very alpine-esque. It's very... Uh, picturesque. It's, it's like picturesque. It's got the snow bunnies and the hot cocoa and the glue vine and fireplaces and a lot of wood furniture. It's got that. And then, and then you go out and you get some skis and you, and you, and you get on a little pole. That, uh, so let's ask this question because you were snowboarding. Um chairlift or silly little sit on a wood circle lift which uh, which did you do oh i didn't even go that far up <laughs> i we rode you were just in the parking lot the, <laughs> so, so, so we have the instead of like the regular lift now they have the gondola so they're they're like eight seater gondolas that go up to the first stop where like the ski lodge and all that is. And then you could take a lift even higher up if you feel like going to do the steeper runs. So where I was, I was on like the children runs. Oh, absolutely. Magic carpets that you ride. You just do the little loop. Super safe, super safe. (laughs) So in this eight person gondola, you stand, uh, you don't have your skis on until you get off and you, you walk on, you walk off, right? Correct. Oh, uh, that's that's kind of okay. I would Look, think I would think that any, you would do would something like that at higher elevations. Out. I'd probably take everyone out if I had had to like do the chair do the chairlift. Like everyone would have gone down. The chair's I mean, not bad. Asked, the only thing you got to do on the chair. <laughs> The only thing you got to do on the chair is let it be a chair. That's really all you got to do. As long as you let it be a chair, then you can just dangle there with your skis and your feet in the air, and you can look around as long as it's only a chair. The moment you try to do something wonky in that chair, you you end up dead in in a pile down below where the chair was. The, (laughs) The tricky one for me was always the little tug line where <laughs> it comes by and it's a, it's just a, a braided rope. And at the bottom of the braided rope, there is a small wood piece of metal and you're supposed to grab it, 
throw it down in between your legs and sit on that tiny little piece of wood, a tiny little piece of wood, and, and, and then control your skis while it takes you up. I've never been so grateful for millennials saying like absolutely that's not safe and we shouldn't do that in my life. <laughs> I've never ever thought that I would be more grateful. It wasn't it, it definitely was not safe. After school <laughs> shit <right there. laughs> it definitely was not safe and I tell you the the chair took you to uh, higher elevations. So the only way, and back to my Italy experience, the only way you could get to like the bunny slope was you had to brave this pull rope thing. You had to be able to quasi-ski to the top of the bunny rope thing. But if you got on the chair, which was easier, now you're talking like one black diamond. You're <laughs> <laughs> you are much higher in the air than you intended to be. Nope. And on on one on the first ski trip, I remember going up there, and one of my friends, uh, Ken. He had, he had decided that he uh, was a better – he had skied once in America and thought he knew how to ski. So he got on the, on the chair, and he goes all the way to the top top, and when he gets to the top top, he comes down and then uh, disappears into the wilderness. He made a left when he should have made a right, went over the edge, and uh, came within inches of impaling himself on his ski pole. Oh, gosh. Yes. He joined me soon after in the parking lot, waiting for the rest of our friends to finish skiing that day. <laughs> Just slow humiliation. Yeah, it was, a, it was skiing through attrition. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, when do you want to leave? When we all get kicked out. Fair enough. <laughs> Technically, I was the only one that was kicked out. You know... He, Always overachieving. <laughs> he he made a smart decision that uh, life was better than death. There was a guy we let, when we were going to have dinner uh, last night. There was a guy. There was a whole. It was a whole group of guys, British guys. They looked like they were having the best time. Clearly, a lads' weekend out out in the in the, in Spain, right? And. Uh, one guy was sitting on the end. He had one shoe off, head down, wrapped in another person's jacket. We all just kind of assumed this guy is wasted. Oh, and no. That's a ski injury. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a missing testy. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got up, and we went outside to meet up with some of our friends to have to finish our, our beverages outside with them. And uh, sure enough... <laughs> That man was being carried up on the shoulders. Hail not, the not conquering hero. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Full body carry. No part of his leg was to touch the ground. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. They have an Amazon commercial now running in the States. Uh, oh, commercial? Yes. Real commercial! They have an Amazon commercial that's running in the States, and and the song that they've got going is a, is a really good song. I can't remember it right away. Uh, give me two seconds. Let me see if I can uh, make myself seem smarter by knowing what the hell I'm talking about. Give me just a second. Amazon old lady commercial. 
is the name of the song. What did you, what is it, the commercial? It's an Amazon Sledding women, but there's a the, there's a Beatles song that plays in the background, and I can't remember the name of it. Hold on a second. Amazon old lady commercial. Yes, that that one right there. I don't know what the name of the song is. In my life, it's all because of you. That sounds that sounds right, Steve. I don't know. It's <laughs> a great commercial. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's a cute commercial. It is, right? In my <laughs> life. Oh, God. All right, we're, all right, very quick. So in the states right now, Amazon is running a commercial, and in in the background in the background of this is the Beatles song "In My Life." So it's it's catchy. It's got a little catchy tune that's kind of proven itself over the years, and it's three uh, geriatrics, three elderly ladies. And when I say elderly ladies, obviously I I, I clearly now mean someone who is uh, older than me. And it's uh, a it's a, it's a we're, still, we're soon going to be running out of people. <laughs> It's it's, it's set on a snow uh, (laughs) slope. It's set on a ski range. It's clearly a a skiing thing. And one of the elderly ladies shops and uh, is looking at a seat cushion. Uh, That wasn't Zeus. That was Granger. That was, I know Zeus is flap, 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 flap. Uh, so we had boarded the dog because we went skiing and they came home today and uh, Granger is less than pleased with his <laughs> with the fact that we had abandoned him essentially so 
Yeah, dogs don't like that. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyway, back to yeah. the three old ladies. Uh, one of them does some shopping on Amazon. She buys some sleds so the old ladies can get on sleds and go down like they did in their youth. <coughs> but she also buys these seat cushions. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, when sitting down, when you get so old that sitting down hurts, you, you buy a seat cushion to put on your chair and cushion your tuckus while you sit down. And she brilliantly decided to employ these on a sled while going down a mountain. Which wouldn't have upset me as much as it did had I not used one. I have one of these to sit down in my office chair every day. (laughs) I have the same cushion and I'm not sledding anywhere. And these women are much older than me, and they're, they're, you know, I would not recommend that. If you are an octogenarian or close to being an octogenarian, and uh, you think sledding down a mountain with a little foam cushion under your tuchus is going to save you from a broken pelvis, you are wrong, okay? You're going to break that pelvis. Because you've never been more seen and heard than you were <laughs> in that commercial with those three it's adorable almost, It's almost like the Amazon algorithm caught me. Like, oh, yes. Remember the seat cushion you bought? And it's snowing in your area. The only thing you're missing is two elderly female friends and a sled. You know what? I wouldn't say necessarily seen and heard, but you felt seen and attacked is what you <laughs> Uh, like an old Korean man, I will color my hair to my day's end. I will I will avoid the grayness. I will fight the good fight. I will look as youthful as I could possibly look for no one other than me and the mirror. I will hope that all of my hair goes full gray sooner rather than later. Why? I love gray hair. It's so beautiful. That's what young people say because they don't know better. No, no don't. No, I have gray hairs. They're coming in. I love them. No, they're not. The, 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 the young women who paint the, their hair gray, that's not cool. Stop doing that. That's not cool. Gray, gray maybe, when you maybe. can't no longer not be gray. That's when oh, you gray. No. That's what old people say. Yes. Yes. That's what old people say. No old person has looked at a young person with artificial gray and went, oh, that's sexy. No, no, no old person does that. Luckily for young people, (laughs) they don't want the old people to say, oh, that's sexy. It's a peacock. It's a deterrent. (laughs) Hold on a second. (laughs) This attitude. Hello, little buddy. I know you can't hear me. Are you grumpy? Your breath stinks. So, so you left your dogs in a daycare facility only to come home and find out they are not happy with you for having left them for two days. Oh, two whole days. Oh, woe is you. If, if it wasn't for the Brewer family, no relation, uh, Rosa's parents babysitting Zeus and, and taking Zeus in, uh, we would go nowhere because he needs 
to have his his bestest friend with him in the absence of his humans. He needs his best friend. I mean, they are brothers. They have their best friend. They're but not brothers. They, I, I can tell you that. they got different daddies. We don't have to go on Maury <laughs> to find out that these dogs got they different are, daddies. They are stepbrothers. <laughs> they are fine. Um, Rupert hurt his paw last week. Oh, no. And, yeah, and it was like, you, Rupert is, we call him the juggernaut, right? Like, he will just keep going. But he, like, wasn't. So I took him to the vet, and they teased me because they're like, it's literally the first week of the year already. And I was like, look, he hurt his paw. So they gave him some pain medicine, and they're like, try to keep him still. You know Rupert. He never stops moving. They're like, if it's not good in six days, come back. So he's still limping. So it looks like tomorrow we're going back to the vet. And they said they're going to have to do an x-ray. But he's not bleeding. No, not bleeding. It's like we can't figure out if it's his neck or his actual paw. We can't tell if he has like a pinched nerve in his neck because he like won't shake his head like normal. Oh, over your right shoulder, there is a picture of a beagle. Is that just a, a stock a picture, or is that him? Card. It's not him. Oh, no. okay, okay. He was beautiful enough to be on cards. <laughs> all I puppies, all puppies deserve to be on a Hallmark card. That is for sure. They're also they're also beautiful. Puppies are amazing. I I think puppies are uh, incredible. Everyone loves puppies. What I hate, especially after the, the Christmas season, is people who get puppies and then two months later are giving away full dogs. Like, I'm yes. looking to rehome this dog. Why did you get it? It was a Christmas gift. Never give living things as Christmas gifts. Well. They are not gifts. They yeah, you, you could give like a fish. I mean, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? You got to flush it down the toilet? Well, Rupert was a Christmas gift, but we all know <laughs> Yeah, but it's also a Christmas gift you had been begging for for like three years. My whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go to the wheel or do you want to choose our first segment of the day? Let's do the wheel. We are going to the wheel of destiny. Wait, 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 wait. Always having a dream. We are going to the wheel of destiny. He took a minute there to decide on what the what it was going to choose. I've got all of these Christmas things, all of these Christmas gifts that I got. I got uh, this would be good for the show. I got uh, stupid history, and I got movie trivia, and I got uh, uh, that's 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 all the new stuff I got. Deep uh, underneath all of those, somewhere exists the book of everything, ladies and gentlemen. If you're new to the show, let me just quickly explain what the book of everything is. It is a book of facts that are strange and unusual things you most likely never knew before. A a fact like this. 
gold is officially suitable for consumption by vegetarians, vegans, and members of all religious groups. I love that. Tell me why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. <laughs> it can't be stopped. It doesn't matter. Why are you good with gold being suitable for consumption by vegetarians, vegans, and members of religious groups? Because we can all have one thing in common. We can all eat it. It's all Unless you're allergic to gold. sparkle poopy. I don't know if anyone allergic to gold. You never know. I know a lot of people allergic to fake gold. Uh, I, I myself, not allergic to, but my neck did turn green whenever I wore fake gold. But uh, gold as a consumable, unless it's in a liqueur named Goldschlager's, and even then, you're, you're drinking these. You should these... not drink that. What? <laughs> you should not drink that. It's so you... gross. It can't be any different than eating it. No, I don't mean even the gold part, just the, the cinnamon. The cinnamon. <laughs> I so need to buy some gold sloggers just because I want to be officially suitable as a vegan or vegetarian. I've started making food now that I call mostly vegan. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll talk about that in the food segment. I don't know. I did. Okay, so I know we're going to keep with the book of everything, but I did learn a weird fact this week that I – have been sharing randomly in weird places, including the uh, road to Q&A, which I was afraid I was going to get kicked out of. Then why not here? Share this fact with us. I will. Um, pigeons, flamingos, and penguins all make milk. Pigeons, both male and female pigeons, make <laughs> milk to feed their young. And then, because my brain is broken, I thought... <laughs> Would you like a pigeon milk latte or a flamingo milk latte? <laughs> and that's been in my brain for over a week. So penguins, both male and female, make milk. Pigeons. Oh. Both male and female. Okay. But also flamingos and penguins as far as birds that make milk. Okay. Uh, that seems like a mammalian thing. But because they come from eggs, they wouldn't be considered mammals. But then the platypus is, huh? Yeah. I will never drink pigeon milk. Yeah, when I did more research on like what that's called and how that works, I, I zero out of ten recommend. I would need like medical confirmation that it's female pigeon milk. <laughs> Like uh, yeah 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 I got some I got some cow milk here I got some cow milk from a male and cow milk from a female which do you want to try or or here's two random glasses you figure it out no 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 I know the salty one is not the good one for me <laughs> <laughs> Did nope. you know that Sudan has more pyramids than Egypt I did know that. How did you know that? Because my in-laws live in Sudan. Of course they did. Oh, my yeah. God. Your in-laws are one-uppers to the next degree. 
Well, someone's got to do it. <laughs> they lived in Sudan. Yep. Uh, this is before you knew them. No. Did you visit we them gonna, in Sudan? We were going to go visit, but uh, that was in 2020. <laughs> oh, the, the great year of non-travel. When the world broke. I do remember uh, vaguely. Do you know, I, I've expressed this before, that we're all going through our own version of PTSD? Oh, I that, believe it. That all of us that survived COVID are, are, are reliving the memories of COVID almost as if they never happened. Like, can you believe that uh, our little coastal town in Spain imported all the tractors from the local farms and made them spray uh, bleach and vinegar, uh, bleach and water on everything? No, no one believes that. I remember that. But that that so really happened. Happen. That really happened, and uh, because they did uh, uh, an equivalent of that during the Spanish flu. <laughs> which, uh, uh, to remind everyone, the Spanish flu did not start in Spain, and neither did yeah. COVID. <laughs> they all started in China. <laughs> all right, there, there is the uh, there is to get his most favorite products ever. There is the book of everything. Yeah, I used to. There's the book of everything. Why don't we move on to our news? And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Every week she searches the internet for interesting news stories. She gives me nothing but the headline, and it is my job to mine that headline for information, entertainment, or education. Uh, we, we will see. You got a headline for me? Yeah. Alabama's man shocks shoppers with X-rated plunge into Bass Pro Shop Aquarium. First of all, there, there are so many problems with this headline. Okay, Number one, it's in Alabama. Number two, being naked is not X-rated. Okay, It's not X-rated to be naked. That's R. And in the rating system, you would get R ring for showing full frontal nudity. Uh, X of a woman, not a man. Huh? What? A dingle dangle. A dingle dangle is R. How come they never show them then? Well, because we don't want to see them. That's pretty much the majority. The majority of people watching these things do not want to see a full dingle dangle. So, uh, so we don't. We don't want to see that. So you're down there in Alabama, you're in a Bass Pro Shop, and some hillbilly redneck in between Mountaineer decides that he's going to make a break for freedom on the second floor of the Bass Pro Shop. He's going to remove all of his, uh, his overalls. He's pretty much only wearing overalls. He's going to loosen two buttons, and then boom, full frontal nudity, and he's going to jump and leap into the, the Bass Pro Shop pool, which uh, maintains live fish. And because it's Alabama, he most likely went down to the bottom and stuck his hand in a hole and tried to get a catfish because he was doing some noodling. But, uh, noodling. yeah, uh, uh, you, you love fishing. So, you, you, this is the story right up your alley. You would have to go out of your way to be offended by his dingle dangle because obviously it's small. Uh, full size dingle dangle people don't do this. So he's got a tiny little dingle dangle and, and he jumps in, but he's moving around and he's doing a bunch of things and there's water and there's fish 
you're not really catching a lot of glimpses of the dingle dangle. What you're catching is uh, mostly butt cheeks. And everybody's got butt cheeks. And no one gets offended by butt cheeks. I mean, people go out of their way to expose their butt cheeks on a regular basis. I, I know the, you know there's certain trains in America and in the UK where people line up on an annual basis to show their butt cheeks to the passing train. These are things that happen. So uh, you saw some butt cheeks and, and, and you called it X-rated. And you are wrong. That is not X-rated. Unless while he was in the pool, he was inserting things into the butt cheeks. Then, then now we're crossing a line. Now we went from R. Yeah, that just. <laughs> Touch my best, Rebecca. Oh, what was that movie? Oh, Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra. Oh my God. But that that is an adult it. film that's never been made. I can tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> there's a scene in it. Oh, where uh, she takes X and goes home with this guy. Are you my white pony? And then at one point, he has just the tail of a fish sticking out of his butt. And he's like, touch my bass, Rebecca. What is that movie? Uh, it's fantastic. You should definitely watch it. I'm going to guess laugh. most people don't know what in the world you are talking about. Uh, I'm going to Google real quick. Or was it Ginny Garth? I think it was Ginny Garth. Oh, uh, too bad. I like uh, Jenny McCarthy. That was better. Carmen Electra and Jenny McCarthy in a movie together? I'd watch that. No matter who had a fish sticking out of their tuchus. Dirty Love. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, movie recommendation from Chick Brew. Check out Dirty Love. Dirty love. And let us, let us know what you think about uh, the bass. Hey, you got another headline for me? It is Jenny McCarthy. And Carmen Electra. And Carmen Electra. Yeah, I, I would watch that movie, but for different reasons. You got another headline for me? Of course. Florida man sues Duncan over injuries following toilet explosion. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, if the toilet exploded, uh, suing the company where the toilet was located is not uh, litigious. There's nothing wrong with that. There are there are uh, litigious lawsuits that do not need to be brought that are stupid. Stupid! Uh, most recently, someone suing uh, the Reese's Pieces company oh, be yeah. because of the Halloween, the jack-o'-lantern Reese's Pieces thingy they made didn't look like it looked on the package the pumpkins are my favorite they have a thinner layer of chocolate and more peanut butter also are you brand new to this world because they have been making those for years i like them i think they're delicious and that is uh there's a different word i'm looking for um meaning a bad lawsuit it's not litigious litigious is the lawsuit itself frivolous frivolous Yes. Exploitative. Uh, frivolous. Uh, Bullshit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a frivolous lawsuit. But if you're sitting on a toilet in a Dunkin' Donuts and the thing explodes, that that's a legitimate lawsuit. That is a lawsuit that deserves some uh, compensation. I don't yeah, know. Somebody call somebody. <laughs> I don't know how, unless, of course, uh, the term... Uh, 
exploding is being used out of context. Like, uh, oh, no, this, this was like a serious explosion that caused injuries. Well, I can't, I can't make fun of that if you're going to fact check me while I'm trying to make fun of that. I just wanted you to know it wasn't like. Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted you to know that the, the, the line of reasoning that I was going to go down uh, completely got shot out of the water because you decided to give me facts while I was working the headline. All right, good luck. Okay, well, uh, 50, uh, you know, uh, one out of two ain't bad, I guess. Uh, moving on to our next segment. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know all. I am a connoisseur of consumption. She is a, a, a no kidding, uh, board certified chef. She she makes the food. I eat the food. This is the segment where we talk about food. Uh, what's been going on uh, in your kitchen? Oh man, tonight I made perfect salmon. It was so good. I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier, especially after this weekend. I ate all the things, but perfect, not burnt, perfect crusties, perfect crispiness, crispy skin. I enjoy salmon, and I like making salmon, but I won't make it for the house's current other occupant because the last time I spent time and effort in producing salmon, she said it tasted fishy. Um, I don't know if she knows, but salmon is a fish. I too live with a uh, a fishy fisher. <laughs> so frustrating. So I have to make it for myself. It's just a just a me thing. Have I have thought about doing carnivore. Uh, meat, fish, chicken, eggs, and nothing else. I've thought about doing that as a way to just just kind of just get past the finish line because I'm, I'm, you know, coming up on an annual celebration. And at that annual celebration, there's a weight that I would like to be below and uh, it's getting close. And I think I could do that. It's what I would like to do. Then at the same time, I'm doing this mostly vegan diet, <clears throat> a diet I invented myself where being vegan is good, uh, supposedly. I think being a vegan is good health-wise. It's just bad mentally. Vegans, generally, not good people. Because all they want to talk about is being vegan. Or CrossFit. It's those two things. So you don't enjoy talking to them because they're vegans and they're CrossFitters. But the food they consume... I said, you're now that person. <laughs> You've talked about your vegan food twice now in less than an hour. But the food they consume <laughs> is good for them. And, and one of the things that I went through with the cardio rehab was, you know, try to limit the amount of uh, meat that you eat. And I've been, I've been kind of doing a good job with that. Last week, I went the whole week with just eating three chicken thighs. So it was mostly vegetables uh, with a little meat. So like I was saying, that was a mostly vegan diet. And, and this week, I, even less meat, uh, the remnants of a New Year's ham was like two slices. I chopped it up. I sauteed it in the Instapot. I added a bunch of celery, a bunch of carrots, 
uh, some dried beans and some rice, and now I got this concoction that's going to feed me for the whole week, and the amount of meat protein that's in the concoction is literally two slices, uh, two thick slices of ham. So, again, mostly vegan. I think mostly vegan should be the preferred diet for most people. Limit the amount of meat that you eat because it's not necessarily good for you, but at the same time, eat just enough meat where you can't be pretentious and, uh, and you don't become one of those vegan people. You're, yeah, I'm mostly vegan. I, I, eat, I eat mostly vegetables. I love vegetables. I could never do carnivore. That would just be, to me, I feel like you're just, oh, the texture of meat and only that. I would just get so bored. Well, because you limit yourself on the type of meats that you eat. You no, don't like eggs. You don't lately. like chicken. I, I don't know I what your thoughts it. are on pork. Oh, it's delicious. Okay, you got pork and you got beef. Those are your options. I, I mean, like I said, I still, I know that chicken is the leaner, healthier way. You don't like turkey. No I do like turkey. Oh, okay. Which is just an oversized chicken. I don't understand what your problem is with chickens. No, it's got a slightly different texture. It, it's not the same. It's not the same. They're not the same. But the the <laughs> carnivore diet isn't about the vegetables. It isn't about missing the vegetables. I it's know. about the bread and the pasta oh. and all oh, the no. sugars and the fruits and the, yeah, all, all of the delicious, amazing things that we all love, you can't have. And I don't eat a lot of fruit, so I'm good there. For the most part, I don't eat a lot of pasta. Usually it's a special occasion where we eat pasta. But I have made brown rice a primary ingredient for most of my dishes in that it's filling and it's not bad for you. It's not as bad yeah. as white rice. And uh, But as, as we get closer and closer to that day, I think I, uh, maybe next week. I think next week it's going to be fish. It's going to be chicken. It's going to be beef. I'm going to go maybe just for a week just to see, you know, how it works for me. Just go all carnivore. No, nothing but meats to include fish. And if I, can, if I can do it for one week, <laughs> I can do it for two. Well, I mean. You're going to need a poop knife. <laughs> Surprisingly, the kale, the, the medicine that I take and the amount of kale that I was eating, because I was eating a salad every day for lunch, and the, and the salad was kale intensive, and I would have, um, what's the, the blanched kale for breakfast? So I was eating a ton of kale, because you can't buy kale in like a, a six-ounce bag. Kale only comes in like out. a 64-ounce bag, right? You got to. Yes, just enough to decalcify your third eye. Your bag. That's what it's for, and that's what you need. But I enjoy it. It's tasty and delicious. It just, it's got to be broken down a little bit. It's got to be broken down through heat, whether it be uh, sautéed, blanched, or microwaved. It's got to be broken down. A raw kale really roto-rooters the intestines. And, yes. Uh, you have to. I had to buy to a plunger. Massage it. <laughs> you have to like massage it and bruise it and beat the 
I had to you buy a plunger because of what the kale was doing. The kale and the medicine, what it was doing to my system was uh, a, a lot. Yeah, but it wasn't poop knife worthy because there it was already uh, well. Uh, <laughs> you might have too much information, folks. Uh, I'm trying it's to already a disaster. It, is what it sounds like it was already ground up. Yeah, my body did all of the grinding uh, uh, already. So there wasn't like a log that needed to be spliced, okay? It was just it was just the massive yeah, amount bad. of material uh, was was causing problems with my plumbing. <laughs> and and I have a bidet. So it wasn't like there was added on paper products creating an issue. It was just the material that I was providing that was creating an issue. It's good for you, folks. Eat some vegetables or eat meats or whatever you're doing. I have not received any responses while we're thinking about this. I have not received any responses at all in regards to the uh, uh, Resolution Rewards Program. Uh, womp, womp. Womp, uh, as we have done in the past, we did the Resolution Rewards Program, which was a monetary incentive to get the audience to participate in a workout. Uh, and it was a fun time, and it got a lot of traffic. And uh, then it ended on July the 5th of last year, and it hasn't restarted since. Chick Brew is, is, is willing to do it again. If anybody else is willing to do it again, you need to let us know. Uh, maybe we'll look, we'll shoot for a start date of the beginning of February, like a Groundhog's Day start date. We'll look at starting that, but you have to let us know. You can PM Chick Brew, you can PM me, or or you can reach out on the fan page and tell us if you're interested in doing the Resolution Rewards Program. The buy-in, as always, is twenty dollars. You put in twenty dollars, and then you gotta you gotta work out every day, and you gotta make a video every day showing that you worked out, and you gotta post that video on the fan page, and the sole remaining person wins the pool. If it makes it all the way to the end of the year, we have a, we have a special runoff thing. We've never had to use the runoff, but we have a special runoff process should that ever happen. If you're interested in participating in the Resolution Rewards Program, remember, all you have to do is contact Trick Brew or me. Let us know that you're interested, and we'll set it up. If not, eh, then we won't. Well, we've talked about food, and we've talked about uh, what, <laughs> what happens after you eat the food. <laughs> and we've done the book of everything, and we've done news. Oh, my goodness. It's that point in the program where we finally must go to You're not invited. Every week of every year of every season that we have been doing this show, uh, we <laughs> no. if you see the name I'm seeing right now, we took his birthday away. He doesn't get a birthday. You don't. If you give this man a birthday, I'm telling you right now, if you give oh. him a birthday boost, oh. I will bleep it. I will edit it out of the show. <laughs> yeah, snub me. Snub me, I dare. Every week, uh, <laughs> she gets one, I get one. We 
Oh, that's funny. They they also use the little Caesar thing in the in there. Uh, if you are an amazing person and we love you and you deserve it, we give you this thing called a birthday boost. And it's where we uh, lie and regale you with stories of awesomeness about an individual having a birthday this week. If you are not good enough to get a birthday boost, you will get this thing we call an honorable mention. That's how it works. This is what we do. Chick Brew, as always, you go first. I am going to do my friend Tori. We went to high school together. We haven't really talked or seen each other in a long time, but she recently got married and is probably the happiest I've ever seen her. She is such an inspiration. She is a single mom, raised two great kids, overcame things that are not my business to share, huge weight loss story, still continues to be a provider and a nurturer. She's bright, quick, funny, an absolutely fantastic human. I am so happy to see her just living her best life right now. So Tori, congratulations. Happy birthday. I'm so happy for you. She sounds amazing. She is amazing. Year after year after year of doing these birthday boosts, I got to tell you, it gets harder and harder and harder to find someone that I haven't given a birthday boost to before. And in and, and this particular week, I see people who have received birthday boosts in the past because they are amazing people. They are awesome people. But I can only give out one. And I, this, I'm going to give out one. I believe this is the first time I have ever given a birthday boost to this young man. And I'm giving it to him. For extra special reasons. So Brett Cummings, uh, former command master chief of Naval Hospital Rota, an amazing man uh, who is married to a wonderful woman. They are an amazing couple in an amazing family. And I enjoy uh, the fact that I know them and I have embraced them and they are part of my uh, external family. Most recently, they had to... I think she called it assist Marvin over the rainbow bridge. Yeah. And Marvin, uh, they had had for like 17 years, man. Marvin <laughs> was a great dog and, and Zeus liked Marvin and I liked Marvin. liked Marvin. Everybody liked Marvin. He was a staple in the Rota community and he was definitely a staple of the Cummings family. And I, I'm sorry you, you lost your best friend there, Brett. And uh, and but I'm also happy uh, that you're celebrating your birthday. So uh, it is sad and it is happy at the same time. Happy birthday to you, my friend. I wish you nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best. We love you. Now moving on to your honorable mentions. Well, of course, Brett again. I think he's. I just think the world of him. He really is just. Great he people. And his wife, so good. Really great people. Uh, my uncle Buddy. Kelly hey, Karen, Buddy. Bobby Cook. <laughs> Jeffrey Quick, Steve Harper, Karen Owens, Candace Roberts. <laughs> Rachel McDonald. What was. I bleeped him out. Chantelay, Barnes Bold, and Ian McConaughey. Chantelay or Chantelay? Chantelay. 
Chantilly. I got I got a great a list of people, uh, which makes it so difficult. Kyle Heck celebrating his birthday. My friend whose Facebook name is Rough Edges. You know who you are. I know who you are. And we're just going to leave it at that. Is celebrating his birthday. What an amazing guy. He's gotten a birthday boost in the past. Uh, I love that man. And I love his wife. Kylie Gray celebrating his birthday. Travis Yabara, Heather Conrad, Mike Sisko. I love Mike. What a funny guy. Delancey Snook from my Argentia days. Jennifer Hodell, whose husband was on The Price is Right. Uh, Shay Tapia, Ed Newman's, and... When I was writing the, uh, the book, uh, The uh, Amazing Almanac of Everything That's Absolutely True, 2004 edition, I used this individual's name as a character uh, in, in the story that I tell about uh, the original douchebag. I have reconnected with this individual over the years, and I had to rename the character in that because I, I felt it was bad. Gianni Parente there in Gaeta, one of one of the few MWR guys there in Gaeta, uh, is celebrating his birthday. And I've known Gianni a very, very long time, and he's great people. And I, I'm, I am glad I was able to reconnect with him before I ever published uh, the, absolute, the, the amazing <laughs> almanac of everything that's absolutely true, 2004 edition. I'm glad I was able to do that because I would feel very remorseful now. All right. Uh, <laughs> There is a game starting in 30 minutes that I am going to be watching. Run. And uh, we have done everything that we need to do to get this episode down. Uh, I've released last week's episode earlier. Uh, this is good stuff. So I'm gonna, I think we are ready to close it out unless you got any hang uh, fires, any hang fires? No, I got nothing. All right. Well, ladies and it's gentlemen, good to catch up with you. it is always nice to catch up with you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening. And I remind you today, as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you could be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check, check out, out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You, you can, can find, find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. In an effort to uh, streamline the editing process, I pulled my microphone down about 10 decibels, and I have been shouting into the microphone this entire episode so my voice is done now now i gotta go root on my team okay and if they don't win it's because of you it's because i had to shout into a microphone in order to make the, uh, the editing process easier love you now say bye good luck on the field today sir <laughs> talk to you soon